Minasan ohayou gozaimasu. Welcome to Jarvis in Japan podcast. A podcast where me, Jarvis, Jin-san, talk about my travels in Japan and give you a bit more information to make your travels to Japan much more enjoyable. And previously, I was in Okinawa and I was struck by the differences between Okinawa culture and Japan. And one in particular was a castle in Naha City, Shorijo, Shori Castle. As you may have heard in the news in 2019, it sadly got burned down again. But it's in the process of being rebuilt right now. So when I was there, I took a walk around this castle and I was blown away because still a lot of it is still there and it's amazing. It has a view of the whole of Naha City. You can see all of Okinawa from the top. So it's a must-see if you come to Okinawa. So today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of this castle and some things I really liked about sort of Okinawa from this castle. Some stuff I realized from visiting this castle. So, Mina-san, enjoy the episodes. Shorijo was originally built in the 14th century. 1429 is when the kingdom of Ryukyu, the original rulers of Okinawa, their kingdom came about. As the leader, Shohashi gained control of Okinawa and established a kingdom. Whoa. And this was a key trade partner with China in the Pacific. Being the middleman of Chinese trade and the free trade of China trading goods then to Japan and to like India and other countries in the Pacific, they were a very, very wealthy nation. For that, well, they needed a very, very nice castle. To show all, we're sophisticated and especially show respect to China, because they're extremely influenced by China, more so than say influence from Japan. And you, I saw this when walking around the castle, the first gate, Shure-mon, like Shure, protection and respects but this is like not respect and like you be good mannered this is respect to China like Chinese authority Chinese protection Chinese rule because they weren't a province of China but their influence in the key trade partners of China they had lots of Chinese embassies or diplomats coming and going so showing respect to the Chinese well that's just good business because you're just a trade lord right you need to be show respect to the big country world at the time was China to get, well, the good trade and make all that money. So this castle kept around for a long, long time, even though the Kingdom of Yoko kindly Yoko, the Kingdom of Yoko kinda of got invaded by the Japanese in the 16th century and they had this weird secret rule by the Satsuma clan, a bit like a cartel boss. Also stayed around even though the Kingdom of Yoku slowly influenced demised. And even when Japan had the Meiji Revolution and was just like, yeah, Ryoku Kingdom, you're gonna be Okinawa Ken now, and you have nothing to do say about that, and kindly destroyed the Kingdom of Ryoku just in like to flick of a switch. The castle still sticked around. Originally it was actually gonna get destroyed by a lot of cultural scholars were like, no, we got to protect this, this is the cultural property, and instead of getting destroyed, it got turned into a girls' school, what's well, quite interesting. And this was 1879, so just think about your girls' school, and just picking up, and here's some massive red castle, like, getting torn in, like, 
that'd be amazing, right? And after that, in 1929, the castle got registered as a national treasure of Japan, and after this, you can start seeing some more black and white photos of it, well, quite cool. There's like big karate shows outside, I saw on the Wikipedia page, and when I was walking around, there were some pictures of what it was before, like the old black and white pictures. You can't see the colours in red, but you can see it was still a quite key part in Okinawa and Naha City. But it did start getting a little bit run down, because it wasn't well preserved as well as we have today. But, as we all know, what happened in 1945, the Pacific War came to Okinawa and, well, Shori Castle was basically a fort. It's basically a big fort on a hill. And this was a prime position for the Japanese army. And when the Americans invaded, well, they bombed. They bombed the crap out of Naha City. And it was completely obliterated. Like, even to the point the undergrounds and areas now, you still can't go in. There was supposedly about 5,000 troops, like, the Japanese army just stuck in there. Just couldn't get out. Like, Okinawa was completely obliterated. And same with quite a lot of Okinawan cultural heritage from Naha. So their cultural property pretty much all got destroyed in these battles with the Americans. So all the gates, the main palace, was obliterated. Literally, it was flattened. Like, if you watch some of the photos of Okinawa after the war, you could you just see the place of the wasteland, especially Naha City. But after the war, the Americans occupied Okinawa for quite a long time, and they built a university on the grounds. Quite a nice university, it looks like, from the grounds, but it's not there anymore. And this was Ryukyu Daigaku. But even after the war and there's a university, there was a call for the people, local people, they want to rebuild the castle. It's, it's their culture heritage, right? They want it back. So they started rebuilding with the gates around it. Shuremon got rebuilt, some of the temples got rebuilt, but the American occupation was still going on. And around 1972, when Okinawa came back to Japan, so it wasn't the kingdom that was the Ryukyu government, it came Okinawa Prefecture again. This is when sort of plans to actually bring back the castle came into place. In 1979, the new Okinawa Prefecture government moved Ryukyu University to set plans to rebuild the castle. And first up, we got to like dig up the area. So lots of archaeology went on and lots of bits were recovered. Like archaeological goods, which is really good stuff. And this started a 40 year refurbishing and rebuilding of the castle. Because it takes a long time to rebuild such a large area to the high standards you would get as before. And I said this took 40 years to complete 1980s to 2019. Yes, 2019. In January, it was complete and finally got fully opened. But everyone knows what happened in 2019. Oh, in November the 31st, the main palaces got burnt down by a sort of an accident, it seems like. And well, the same year it was finally complete, it's now demolished again. So, oh, there's something. Some, really dark sarcasm there, like, oh, 
<laughs> like, you compl finally complete it. You're like, yes. And then it burns down again. You're like, ah. <laughs> and this isn't the first time it burned down. Like I said, before it got destroyed in World War Two, And it was actually burned down several times previously. Like, there's a... In its history, it's five times it's been burnt down. But five times it's been burnt down, that means six times it's gonna get built. Yes, and they are rebuilding it right now. And it's gonna be complete in 2026. So if you're planning a trip to Okinawa and wanna see it in its glory, 2026 is the place to go, time to go. But Going beforehand still a good option, because you get to see the restoration, you get to see the work going into it, you get to see the cultural property be made, and I think that's important. That's something I got from Okinawa. Even though a lot, a lot of the cultural property have been lost, they still have so the manpower, the knowledge, the ability to remake it. And I think that's something great about Okinawa, and sort of the Japanese spirit, even though a lot been lost in the war, there's still people around, and they still value the handcraftsmanship, the ability to make traditional goods. Having that skills still live on means even though it got burnt down and destroyed, you can remake that. And that, I think, is extremely valuable, and that's the importance of cultural property, I now believe is the ability to recreate it because you still have the people with that skills and knowledge and if you lose that well you lose that culture forever so even though now the castle is in rebuilt the castle is still there because well the ability to make it is still there and okinawa well it keeps on going rebuilding its cultural property what i think is something amazing about okinawa so we're gonna end there a little history about Shori Castle and I made a little tour video of Shori Castle when I was walking around so I'll put links to that down below for YouTube and maybe some Instagram photos as well. I made some previous episodes on the Kingdom of Ryokyu and the American occupation of Japan of Okinawa and its sort of history of going back to Japan where I think is quite interesting bit of history what you don't normally hear about as well, Okinawa history is quite, sadly, a bit dark, really, when you think about it. And not one in most common textbooks, and not one most foreigners would know about before coming to Japan. So, I think it's a great listen to listen to before you come to Okinawa, so you learn a little bit about its history, learn about what happened to Okinawa, so your trip here will be much more enjoyable. So I highly recommend if you come to Japan, you visit Okinawa, because a great place and when it's sunny well the views are amazing. So Minasan, Saigo Madikita Krita, Arigatamastama, Gione.